Welcome back, everybody, to the Post 20 Podcast. We are your hosts, Matt, Evan, and Trevor, and we're coming to you live again uh, from Discord this week. Um, we're just continuing on with our social distancing, uh, trying our very best to be careful and flatten the curve of the coronavirus, which doesn't seem to be getting any better whatsoever. Um, and today we're going to talk uh, talk tier lists. We're going to talk the fucking Tiger King, which I'm going to get right into after Matt and Trevor say hi. Um, but yeah. Guys? Let's bang it out. Let's bang it <laughs> out, bro. Let's get into it. All right, so uh, for my current event, I have to talk about this fucking Tiger King documentary on uh, on Netflix. I know this is probably kind of old news, and I think it was out uh, last week when we recorded. Yeah, but... it came out the 20th. Oh, the 20th? Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's been out for a while. Um, but this fucking shit, guys, like... Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Okay, well, I'm halfway through it, so I can answer... I'm going to give everybody, here's a spoiler, uh, obviously. Here's this little spoiler uh, warning before you get into it. So if you're not, if you're thinking, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to know what happens at all, then just skip 20 minutes ahead. Because this is, I mean. Oh my God. No, all right, t- five minutes ahead, not 20. <laughs> 20 was overzealous. I was going to say, you're going to go into detail in every episode? No. So, so, so. <laughs> like this, this episode is just talking about Tiger King. So, so far, I'm like four episodes in. And all I can tell you is that these fucking big cat people, like I've always known that big cat people were really weird, but yeah. these people, Matt and and Trevor, like you, you guys both have to watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. They're, they are a separate breed. No, they are. They're yeah. like, it's. <laughs> I, I struggle so hard to describe it yeah, every yeah, like time. You're struggling yeah. right now. Like it's it must be some deep shit. It is. I it's. Call- it's unreal. Well, I, not to cut you off. I, I call you, I call it the first maybe one or two episodes. I didn't get completely zoned into it, but the way they were just depicting these people, the uh, the zoo owners, yeah, the, uh, they're uh, very offset from normal uh, people. They're like and super they're eccentric. Mentality. Yeah, I just looked up an article. It says that as of Monday, this past Monday, that. That documentary is the number one show on on Netflix right now. Well, it should be because it's like I I told my parents, I told my grandparents, uh, my girlfriends, like you have to watch this. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. And after I watched one episode, I was like, this is a train wreck. I have to, but I cannot look away. Just give us a brief overview of it. From okay, what you've seen so far. So essentially, it's a documentary about this guy Joe Exotic, who is a Animal sanctuary slash private zoo owner, right? He's got this place in Oklahoma called the GW Zoo. He's got a fuck ton of cats. This bastard has like 270 tigers and lions. Like, unreal. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this woman that kind of plays his foil. Like, she's an opposer of what he does at the zoo. As far as I can... Yeah, Carol Baskins, right? So, I fucking don't like Carol. Let me just get that out there. I don't like her. I think she's slimy. I think Twitter's done its job in like saying that no one should like Carol at all. And where I like a fucking hippie. She she does, but listen, man, I'm telling you, there's something fucking weird about this bitch. There's people think that she murdered her first husband, right? And from what I've seen in the documentary, it appears to me that she most definitely murdered her first husband because the guy just up and fucking disappeared, and. 
I have so many questions about everything that happens. And there's this other guy who's kind of on the peripheral. His name is Bhagavan Doc Antle. And he's like a polygamist and has like six wives and mm-hmm. practices like this fucked up. Yeah. Like it, it's like the basic principles of Hinduism are like pretty mild and like are obviously they make sense. Um, yeah. But this guy practices his own like specific type. And he like has these girls come at like 17, 18, come and work for him. And he pays them like what, like a hundred dollars a week or two hundred dollars a week, and they stay there. And he like takes them as his wives. And this guy like rides an elephant down the street, and I'm like watching it the whole time, and I'm like, am I, am I high? Like, what is happening? He's got a he's got a soul patch too. He does. Like, it's a mean up. soul patch. And these are soul patch moves he's doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah big time. For many women, and I'm just looking at him like this. This is depicting his image. I'm like, you know what? who this guy is yeah he sleeps with an ak under his mattress and said that i'll geek it for like half an hour <laughs> all right wait so my, so my first question is how did he meet his is it his husband so okay yeah so he met him i guess he came to work for him i think he's got a couple he, husbands because right now he's 24 who tiger king his husband he's 24 yeah and the Tiger King is what? He's in his 50s? I think so. Okay. So he's in prison right now, the Tiger yeah. King, for life. I saw, I saw something that said 22 years. It's life. Oh, I thought I heard, thought it was life. I could be wrong. But anyway, yeah. He, he's away. He met, he's away. He met this guy, married him. Then this other guy came to work for Joe Exotic, right? And mm-hmm. his name is... Fuck. I don't know, but he's from Southern California and he was weird. The vibe I got from him is super weird and he got married with them. But in this documentary, I've only seen a clip of that guy from what the documentary filmed. There's no post, like there's no recordings, no interviews, nothing. So I'm assuming that guy dies or something happens. I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm so confused because not only is, is Joe exotic, a polygamist, and is Doc Bhagavan problematic in the fact that he has a bajillion wives and rides an elephant on the streets, and they none of them pay their employees. Uh, but Carol Baskins, like, most definitely had her first husband, who just so happened to be a millionaire, either murdered, murdered her, him herself, or had him disappear. She looks like she might have one or two bolts loose in her head. They all do. None of none of them have a single fucking screw oh, together. My man Doc does have a solid soul patch. Yeah, it's yeah, fire. Oh, and he's got the ponytail. Yeah. Sanity is like all over the place in that show. I saw like, I just called the first couple episodes. I think a lot of people have hooked into it because like Helen was describing it. It's uh it gives the whole persona of uh not just people owning tigers but all this other screwed up shit that's going on like murders and uh you know uh, remember that one guy i think they showed in the second episode he uh he got busted uh with a ton of drugs uh yeah and, like pounds of cocaine yeah it was the like, cuban guy right it was the cuban guy yeah and they called him like you know the al pacino of his time or not al pacino the, uh, <laughs> well they said time. he would scarface was modeled off this guy yeah yeah, yeah. which made but, sense uh, He's the guy that bought tigers from uh, the one dude, uh, Doc, or whatever. He was the soul yeah. patch dude. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's my next question. 
Yeah. Is how is he getting all these tigers? He breeds they, them. They, okay. Yeah, but like his, he, you said he has two hundred and some. Two hundred seventy. From and he's been doing this. Is this like a family thing, or is this just? Him no, it's just him and his like motley crew of meth heads who he's converted into workers. It's 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 so hard to explain, Matt, because the whole thing feels like a fever dream, like all the yeah. way through. But you have to watch it, and you gotta uh, get you gotta the... get your dad to watch it. He'll fucking yeah, I was love gonna it. Say, we're probably gonna watch. It. I'm gonna tell him about it, and we're gonna watch it tonight. You gotta get the whole gang because you guys uh... will love it. I like how what's the pacing of like how long are the episodes? The pa- the episodes are like 50 minutes long and there's seven of them. 15 or 50? 50. 50. But like it's a, for me it's kind of a slow burn because they keep introducing all of these things like it, it's really not just about the Tiger King. It's not just about Joe Exotic. Yeah, they're trying to build the ensemble crew. But I think yeah. originally it was just supposed to be about him. I and I really like you can feel that. But you can feel that the director, the the guy that was conducting yeah. all of the the research and the interviews, the, the guy that did the documentary, yeah. you can tell that he got laced up in this, and he was like, "Fuck, I have yeah. to just, I have to make this about everything because it's too much of a mess. Like people will oh want to watch yeah. this." That's good. The story just spidered off into several accounts of people, and uh, it's all over the map. So he had to gather it all into this one. I mean, this, uh, this guy probably didn't expect to make this big ass documentary himself from the get go. Oh no! I, yeah, he's I, probably completely overwhelmed by it. So I think it's good though because you can pick up so many different storylines and try to figure out everybody's motives and what's going on in their head. And I, I don't. Cool. I can't even remember the last time people have been this like infatuated and engrossed in a documentary. Maybe making a murderer, but I was never super into that. I always thought that was kind of corny. This... I think it helps. It helps because of his current situation and everybody's quarantined. So now it's like you're just looking on on Netflix and that all day and something new comes up that catches your eye. Yeah, and I usually am like a binger. Like I would usually binge this, but it's so good that I'm like pacing myself through it. Like I'm only allowing myself to watch. Seven episodes or 50 minutes. That's yeah. literally like six hours. I know, but like I'm, I'm sitting like – each day when I go and uh, run on the treadmill, I like hook up a big speaker. I turn all the lights off. I put my iPad on the on the treadmill, and like I just make myself watch it. I allow myself to be fully immersed in it, and it's so ah, I can't even explain it. It makes you feel so weird. But it is. It is. It's like a. I, I was watching it the other day, and it's it's. I was thinking this isn't something I would ever normally watch. Right, I was right. Just, like curious because why everyone is so in tuned in the show. Yeah, and you're and like, and I picked it up, and like I picked up why because it's 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 that what happens factor next episode or what are they going to talk about because they have this. It, it seems normal at first, but it just gets um, progressively weirder and weirder and weirder. Well, was, uh, yeah. I'm definitely gonna look into it tonight. Yeah, you got, you have to, dude. And like, there was just an explosion, and I looked away from my screen for five minutes, and I look back, and there's a bombed out building, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So it's now I have I to go back. Time feed. What the explosion thing? No, the tire king. Like oh, everybody was talking about I know. It. I don't. I don't understand how like anybody is watching anything else. Westworld is the only other thing I'm watching right now. Oh, what is this from the New York Post nine hours ago? 
Oh, that's a garbage. Joe Exotic wants Brad Pitt or Joe Dirt to play him in Tiger King biopic. <laughs> there really does need to be a biopic as well. Yeah. Wait, who does he want? Brad Pitt or who? David Spade. Joe Dirt. Oh, Joe <laughs> David Dirt. Spade would be... That's the perfect casting for him. That'd be dope. He looks Joe like Joe Dirt. Dirt. He Joe looks exactly Dirt like as it. the Tiger King. Dude, that would be the perfect uh, Joe Dirt 3. <laughs> oh, my God. Joe Dirt is iconic, man. Can't be yeah, but Elise texted me, Matt and I, have a, well, yeah, we have a friend, Elise, she texted me and she's, she loves documentaries and she said, do I really want to watch this? Because it seems like everybody on Twitter is enjoying it and that typically means that it's, you know, it's low quality. And I was like, no, Elise, you actually have to watch this because it's, it is unlike anything I have ever seen in my entire life. And truly it is. I recommend that you all watch it and that'll, that's enough. All right. Uh, this is Trevor. Yeah, hit well, it. I just recently, like a couple hours ago, my, my current event was really about talking about, um, I don't know if you guys seen the movie. Uh, uh, God, I can't even think of the name of it now. It's uh, A Night in Hollywood with uh, Leo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Oh, uh, Once, once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know why that title escaped me. But uh, now I was just watching that the other day. And as far as uh, Tarantino movies, Definitely a step up. Definitely a step in the right direction. You think so? Rotten Tomatoes gave it eighty-five percent. I think it's horseshit. I think it's his worst movie. I don't know if you guys are big Tarantino fans, but it had its moments. Uh, I don't know. It was. I like Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, Kill Bill was good. Um, Death Proof was uh, that was was all right, but uh, yeah, now he had a lot of uh, movies where. He's got the same idea, really, for every movie. It's like yep. he jumps around the timeline. He has the same... He refers to them as the gang, but it's like the same type of cast member. It's the same right? archetypal character, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But And it was the same deal with this, too. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, 1 out of 10, I give it like a 7 because it was, yeah. uh, wasn't too bad. Yeah. I think it's a 7, Story, too. Storyline was... Uh, you know, it was, it was... See, it wasn't jumping too jumpy so it kind of kept on track um wasn't a lot of nonsense going on which you know can can kind of appreciate just kind of like recounts or like uh accounts of the past really and as the movie like progressed the ending was freaking lit man the world the world build the world building that he did was i think super cool that's the best part of the movie the plot itself was lackluster though yeah yeah it was a boring movie Honestly, but jumping back to your topic, Ev, apparently someone put on this is from the Daily Mirror, so I'm not sure how trusted their sources are. But That's apparently, right. Joe Exotic just got hospitalized after contracting. Oh, yeah, Corona. Birth. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah, that prison. too. Yeah, so, he was yeah. the prison he was at. Some there were some cases, and he got moved to another one, and then they put him in isolation. I hope you don't have Corona, Joe Exotic, if you're listening to this. I stand Joe Exotic, by the way. He's been trying to he's been trying to get on Twitter and stuff and text fans back and like tell them how Well he's he in is. prison, so I guess I, I know, but I'm just saying like people close to him have oh, been yeah. talk, the last yeah. time they talked to him, like it was right when like he was blow the series came out and it was blowing up and he was really excited about everybody liking it. Well, yeah, that shines through in the thing. Like you can tell, he's he's a cloud chaser. He's definitely a cloud chaser. Yeah, I bet. Can you tell in like the first ten minutes? Yeah, 
I mean, look at the guy's fucking haircut. Uh, he, 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 he's living in the 90s. He's got like a dyed mullet. Like, he lives to chase clout. That's what he does. Yeah, man. He's got he's tigers. Players <laughs> play. Players <laughs> play. That's the, that's the truth. Um, is that all you had, Trev? Yeah, it's basically that. All right. Um, mine, uh, I found this the other day. John Krasinski started a YouTube channel called Some Good News. First, the first video bopped. It was like eight mil in the first day. It was number one on trending, I think. Yeah. Um, it's literally just him gathering news stories. It's only good news. It's like what you would want think the news would be about. Unlike how it actually is, it's all bad news all the time, and makes people depressed. And he had a lot of good stories. There was one girl who just got uh is in remission from cancer. And it was her coming home during the quarantine, and like all of her friends and neighbors and family were. I saw that. Cars on the sides of the road, like windows down as they're driving by, and like they have balloons. It was a really nice moment. I saw it too. That was cute. He was talking about that, and then he had Steve Carell on. Nice. Because I think earlier this week or the end of last week, the it was the fifteenth anniversary of The Office, the TV show. Wow! Really. Which is still relevant today. Like so many people watch it on Netflix yeah, and binge it over and over and over. People go crazy over it. I mean, the um, Jennifer, their Pam and Angela from the from the show have a, those actresses have a podcast. Yeah, I watch it. Based on every episode, is them talking about the behind the scenes of each episode. Yeah, it's pretty so, cool. Literally, they're gonna have like two hundred some episodes. My girlfriend loves it. And my we're. Par- yeah. My parents are friends with um, Meredith's family. Oh, that's cool. I actually think I knew that. I think your dad told yeah, me that. That actress. Yeah, they're good friends with like her, her sister and husband because they lived in a, a town up north from us right now. They were when like they were younger in the 80s. And- that's cool. Um, what else? I was just and that was really it. Just talking about the fifteenth anniversary and that the some good news. Hmm, we need more the, of that right now. Yeah, we do. As much as we can possibly get. Yeah, Jim. Good old Jim. Everybody loves Jim. How can Dude, you I not? Love, I love that when it just the t- the camera just pans at him and he just does like a smirk. A face or, like, or a smirk. Yeah, just a classic Jim face. Man, I miss the Office. Is one of those shows. The Office and Park. Have you guys watched Parks and Rec? Yeah, a little bit. Just a yeah, little. Man. I gotta Ron watch Swanson. He's the best. My hero. Me too. Uh, I like Chris Pratt. In it. <laughs> you gotta finish Parks and Rec. It's 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 actually, in my opinion, superior to The Office. One of my one of my favorites. That's a bold statement. One no, the, it's superior. One of my that's that's bold with especially with your girlfriend. Yeah, she likes Parks and Rec. Oh, I thought she likes the office more. She does, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, my favorite scene that I've seen from Parks and Recs is when um Amy Poehler and the other girl are like uh, in the front of the room and they're talking about like good comeback stories and stuff. Oh yeah, this is a deleted scene though. And they're all sitting in there. Yeah, and then Chris Pratt's character is like, "Kim Kardashian's a good one." And everybody's like, "What?" He's like, "Well, he, he got she got a lot of cum on her back." <laughs> <laughs> that's a deleted scene because when i you can't put that in there no this is my second go around uh or maybe third i think i've seen it this is my third Mm -hmm. time watching it 
But I was yeah. with Morgan. I was like, wait, here it comes. Here's the best line in the whole show. And th- it, he didn't say it. And I was like, oh, fuck. That must be like a deleted scene or something because you, that's, you can't say he that. doesn't say it. You, they literally, the, the friggin' TV, the, they would not air that. Yeah, FCC. Yeah. No, no way. Well, not on not on regular television on on KO on HBO maybe. Yeah, probably. Um, what's next? Uh, let's do tier list. Hell yeah, let's do this. I'm hyped. All right, we have two tier lists we came up with. Which one do we want to do? Fast food or beer? Well, let's do let's do beer first because what comes after beer? Let's be honest. Oh, that's, that's a good way to think about it. That's yeah. facts. Okay. Um, does everybody have their shit up? Yes, does everybody have it in a list? Is Guinness first and Mick Ultra the last? Yeah. Okay, well, let's start with Guinness. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, it depends on the occasion, I mean, for Guinness. It's like a solid beer, very rich. Now would have been the great time to have it, but of course. <laughs> Corona. Um, I, it's either A or B for me, because like, if I'm thinking about this logically, it's like, I'm only gonna have it seasonally. You know what I mean. And it's it's one it's one beer. It's a drought beer. If you're having a drought, this is the only one thing you're having. Yeah, I can't drink anything else. No, I'm gonna have to go with B. I feel like I'm gonna put it in the B tier. It's an A for me. I love yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I put it in a yeah. I put it B or C. I put it in a yeah. B or C. Which one? So it's one. It's it like, starts S is high, S is the highest, then it's A, B, C, and D's last. Yeah, I gotta see. Damn, that is only low. Use for, only, only use it for carb miles, man. I don't drink. That's what I mean. If you're thinking about it from a personal standpoint, it's like, how often do you actually take it? <laughs> we can't beef over every beer, though. I put, I put it in B because of the <laughs> reputation. Yeah, it's, it's, rep, it's reputation is class. It's A for me. I love Guinness. That's why. All right, let's go to Coors. Coors, this know. wait, this is oh, this Coors is Banquet. Okay, yeah, this is different. Coors Banquet is far superior to Coors Light. Coors Banquet for me, I'm not a huge Coors guy. It's a C or a B. I'm gonna mm-hmm. probably that, say C. Uh, I've never had this. I'm assuming it's similar to like just the regular Coors. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, it's not. Now, all right, I put myself in a shit spot now that I put Guinness at B. Because now I have to say, is Coors Banquet better than Guinness? No, it's not. I'm changing Guinness to A. Okay. Uh, Banquet's going to go to B. If I'm thinking it tastes like Coors, it's going to a B. Fog in the middle. I'm going to put it at right where it should be at A. Oh, not an S? Scorcher. No, I'm saying that. I would put it an S. Oh. I mean, it depends on like what beers you're giving me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hefe is next. Hefe. If there was an F tier, I would put it under F. Hefe is what, shit. What is this? It's a Hefeweizen, which is a it's a wheat beer. It's a German okay. wheat beer. Um, yeah. I don't like them because it has uh yeast in it, and it's bitter. It's super bitter. I just don't. It's it's an F or it's a D mm-hmm. for me. It would be like and a Z, honestly. It's terrible. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I've never seen any commercials for it. Well, it's like a weedy beer. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the D. Yeah, we yeah, wheat beers are uh You have to be in like a particular mood. Yeah, or yeah, be a moral. Like, when you drink a weird beer, you get that aftertaste. Yeah, it's so bad. It lingers 
a little bit in your mouth. So, yeah, we'll give that a yeah, – I'll go 12 rounds with anybody that wants to argue otherwise. That that's <laughs> not a D. Uh, so where are you putting that, hey, Trev? D, I'll give that a D. D, okay. Rolling Rock. Ooh, Rolling Rock get, is a C for me, too. I'll drink it. But... I get high school vibes from it. Yeah, it's yeah, cheap as fuck. When I see Rolling Rock, I think high school. That was, I think that was, no, that's not, that wasn't my first beer. My first beer was Keystone. Mm-hmm. Keystone? Yeah, I'll put that right at B. I'll put it right up there. Keystone's underrated. Yeah, I'm going to go with Evan, put it at a C. Like, yeah. I've only had it like once or twice. All right, here we go. Bud Light. D. Oh my god. Fuck Bud Light. It's awful. It tastes like Fuck. sugar, man. It tastes like aspartame. Yeah. I, I think the, the debate as old as time is uh, Bud Light and uh, Miller. Yeah, I'll and, take uh, Miller Light. Really? Yeah, I'm, a Miller, I'm a Miller guy, honestly. Yeah. Bud Light is just like the pinnacle of light beer. Absolutely not true. <laughs> That's just incorrect. From a from a branding point, marketing and everything. No, isn't it? And the NFL isn't it NFL beer. That doesn't matter. Miller Lite is the original light beer. All right, whatever. I'm I'm gonna put it in A. I'm going with A. <laughs> That's right just... <sighs> uh, C. Wow. Yeah, Thank you, Trevor. That's where it belongs on the lower half. <laughs> All right, Blue Moon. No, Shock Top. Oh, I mean, Blue Moon's on mine. Oh. Did you have Shock Top or no? Whatever, we can do Shock Top. No, but do you have it, though? Yeah, I have oh, it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I don't, give, just, a, I don't give a shit. Mine I just... order's different. Oh, okay. Oh, Blue Moon, then. All right. I definitely put... I, I give the higher ranking to Shock Or, Shock Shock I'll take a Shock You sound like you just took a Shock again. <laughs> I think shot shot top has uh, trumps uh, more more flavor in a shock top. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're both B for me. Blue Moon and shock top, they're very similar. Yeah, yeah I go with a B for shock top. I like Blue Moon better. Yeah, they're I'll take B-, B for shock top. Blue Moon can have a fat D. What? Yeah, Blue Moon's going in the A. Blue Moon's an A for me, dude. When you get that fat orange slice in there, yeah, you know Blue Moon is a D for you, Trev. I'm not in the blue moon, man. Honestly, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> he said blue moon can have a fat D. He's talking like you just shit talk on Bud Light. Yeah, Bud Light's objectively garbage, though. All right, all right. So wait, wait, where are you putting Blue Moon, Evan? Blue Moon is a B. Shock Top is a B as well. Okay. Yeah, they're I even for a, me. I put Blue Moon A, Shock B. Yeah. All right. Next one I got is Budweiser. Ooh. <sighs> Love the commercials. Love the dog. You know the horse is coming right there behind. I think, I think Super Bowl commercials. Bud is an A for me. Really? Bud heavy. Bud Diesel. How? How can you have that much separation from that and Bud Light? Because Bud Diesel is not artificial. It tastes like a real nice beer to me. Yeah, Bud heavy is something special. We did Trevor and I. The other week, before quarantine started, we did a Edward Forty Hands oh, yeah. with, oh, yeah. with the Budweisers, and it went down so smooth. It's a great beer. Regular Bud. It did go smooth. It's the king of beers. It really is. It's yeah. the best. Well, since you're saying that, I got to put that in my S tier. Bud, is, Bud Heavy's your S? Mm, interesting. Yeah. 
It's my first S. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I All put right. that in my B for sure. One you you guys are pretty stingy. Trevor, how many do you have in your A? Uh, one. Of course, backward. Of course, OG. <laughs> I only have guy. one. <laughs> very stingy. Man. Oh, my God. And where are you, Evan? Budweiser. Uh, Bud is A for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, next one, Miller High Life. Miller High Life is S-tier beer. Ooh. It is the champagne of beers. Wow. It's Can excellent. It yeah, I mean, it's it's the carbonation that you get in Miller High Life, especially in those, like, at Christmas time, you can get them in, like, a bigger, like, a champagne-looking bottle. You just right. drink it out of that large-ass bottle. Good packaging. It is the best, the clearest, crispest beer. Hmm. It's truly one of my favorites. I'll, I'll see. I'll see Evans with the S. Yeah, you I'm like it too. That yeah, GL. Yeah. Well, I'd have to agree with you guys. We're all S tier in it. You I'm like sure it too? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. There's nothing wrong with Miller High Life at all. Like I can't. There's not one thing I don't like about it. Yeah, it's it's like a go to. Like it if doesn't you're, fill if me. If you want much. a beer, you're gonna get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Next one I got is Stella. Stella Artois. Stella's A tier for me. Yeah, it just. I love a cheeky Stella. When I go to a Phillies game, I want oh. to hear my beer guy scream it. Yeah. Um, that Guys, just fulfills my baseball dream. Oh, Even yeah. though it's $9. Yeah. I give that an A for sure. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, Dosakis? That's another. Dosakis is another A. I've never had it. Yeah, I love it. It's good, it's never, it's good at a canteen bar, man. Yeah, it's the best. It's my favorite Mexican beer. Um, Maybe not. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna put it after. I'm gonna put it at B. Okay. It's at a B. Never had it. I like the commercials. Go with that. Oh yeah. Uh, next one, Corona. Okay, so not just because of the virus, but I hate Corona. I think it tastes like piss. It's a D for me. I like Pacifico more than Corona. So do I. Pacifico is an A for me. Yes. I love it. I mean, I love a good Corona with a lime in it. No. Like, if it's a nice summer day, it's like, it gets me by. I'm going to go with a B, put in a B tier. Is this for Corona? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give that a B, but Pacifico is definitely an A. Yeah. I'm a Corona hater. I don't like it. Yeah, let's do Pacifico next. Okay. Pacifico is going right to A. I love Pacifico. Yeah. That is Pacifico's, a fine beer. That's my favorite summer beer. Me too. Hands down. Yep. It's so good. Nice, get a nice six pack from Fred's. Yep, that'll do you good. Oh yeah. Um, back to the Mexican beers. Modelo. Modelo is a B for me. Yeah, that's B tier, B tier for me. It's definitely better than Corona, but not quite it, as good as Dos Equis and Pacifico. The only Modelo. time I'd have a Modelo is like right after work. Yeah, it tastes good. Especial. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'll I'll take that in the A category. Okay. Oh. I'll meet that with Pacifico. That's good beer, man. I'm, I'm more top heavy right now looking at my tier list. We got to put these out. We got to, everybody has to screenshot them and we'll put them up on Insta and see mm-hmm. what everybody like, uh, who everybody agrees with. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, next one, Heineken. Now, Heineken Great is memories. the first beer that I've ever tasted. Yeah. For, my, me, for me, too. for me, it's a B. Yeah, it's I good. Just... It's skunky. I don't love it all the time, but every once in a while, it's really refreshing. It, I would put it in a C, but because it's like with the Champions League and everything, it goes to a B. Yeah, it's a B. Just pure class. Like 
like that. Yeah, I'll meet you at B on that. I think it's one of the beers more likely to get skunked, especially if you go yeah. to a bar you don't know and you know they get one. That's the worst feeling in the world to get a skunked beer. It feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but if you know a bar that has a good Heineken line, it's yeah. one. It is one of the best draft beers you can get. Yeah, I love the mini kegs too. Yeah, they're fire. Oh yeah, that's a good I mean, Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, we need to get one for you to have your dad. You got that shit as a present. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he has a mini keg holder. Oh, that's fire. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it's a mini uh, kegerator. It's yeah. for. Um, I forget how many ounces, but it's for basically the mini keg size of the Heinekens they sell at the liquor store. So it's awesome. It's uh, I still gotta get the gear for it though. Gotta order it all separately. That'd be good for like a pregame. Hell yeah, one or two people. Maybe when they let us, it can only hold like seven beers, right? No, it holds up to ten or eleven, I think. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It's pretty formal though. Like I like to bust it out, especially for formal gatherings. People when they let us out of the house in uh, December. Yeah, get a girl over. Here's my mini keg. Didn't know what to spend my money, all my money on, so I got this. It's expensive. The the mini kegs to get are like 80, 85 bucks. Yeah. My God. They're not cheap. I miss going. I miss the Dover days. Just get a keg of natty for like sixty bucks. Yeah. No taxes. Um, right. speaking of natty, natural light. Let's go. I've just no, because of I'm the just... memories and everything. I'm not. Twenty percent of this is based off taste. S tier. No. S tier. When I think college, I think Natty Light. Yeah, S tier for me. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how negative you shit on it right now. Or anybody listening, Natty Light goes S tier for me based off of just pure memories. Promo. D for dog shit. Natural Light is fucking awful. It's not good. I mean, I would never buy it now. Never, unless we're just like joking around, then we, no. I'd probably get like a, a 18 pack or something just to fuck around with. But like, if I'm gonna buy a case of beer, if I go to the liquor store, I'm not buying a case of Natty. I'm more likely to buy a case of Miller or Bud Light or maybe right. even Coors. Yeah. Well, that yeah, was I like uh, back at school, you're scounging for change or you're looking for couch coins and then see if you have enough for because like a case of Natty or an 18 pack of Natty was like. You know, five bucks back in uh, you know school. But well, in Delaware, there's no sales tax. Yeah, so exactly. There's there was thirty liquor beer. stores within a five mile radius of our school, right. and literally, there would be an eighteen pack of sixteen ounce um, cans of Natty, eleven dollars. Yeah, that's why. Literally, you just binge that. That's why it's like so good. Yeah, because you know, eleven dollars, you're not getting a good beer. You're just getting something that you guys can slam. True. Right. Uh, so wait. So Evan, you put D. I put S. Where do you put it, Trev? D. It's not good. Right. <laughs> it's just I bad. See. Okay. I'm I'm loyal. I know. I uh, I can appreciate that. Pabs. Pabs. Yeah. That's another Pabs. fucking D for dog shit. I can't yeah. stand. It tastes like onions, man. If I had no relations with Natty, it'd be right down there with Pabs and D. Oh, so bad. What was wait? What was the beer you said? Pabs Blue Ribbon. Pabs, yeah. Oh. PBR is I'll awful. A, I'll give that a, a C. Okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Step above uh, Natty. Um, next one we got was this Wolf Pub, Wolf Pup Session IPA. That's a decent oh. IPA. I mean, I'm not a huge C. IPA guy, but I would give it a C. 
I can appreciate a, a good IPA here and there. I can too, but lo- like Lagunitas, which is up next, is is a better IPA. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, Where you got? I'll, I'll give a. Look at that. be. Ooh, connoisseur. Oh yeah. So speaking of Lagunitas, for me, that's a B. I'm gonna put it right there at C with Wolf. Okay. Trev. Lagunitas, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll put that up there and see. Same, same categories. Wolf up. All right, next one. Uh, Miller Light. Miller Light is an A tier beer for me. It I'm is right not an you. S. I'm right there with you. Okay. I'll put that at uh, I'll put that at B. Okay, not that's my fair. Favorite light beer. My yeah, light fair. beer. My light beer stages went from Natty, Bud Light to Miller Light. Yeah. Are you at Miller still? Per- yeah, I'm at, when I go out, I order a Miller. Oh, yeah, or, you do. Or most of the time when I'm with Trevor, I'll get a Coors. Yeah. But if I'm out by myself and I'm like, and the bartender asks me what I, what beer I want or what I want to drink, I'll get a Miller. Yeah, me too. No, actually, no, not anymore. No, you get the Mick. In my fat boy days, it would have been Miller. You know. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Sierra, Sierra Nevada. Nevada. That's a B. C. I don't like pale ales. I'll give that a B plus. Sierra Nevada's good. Yeah. I like I mean I like all their beers for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's a good brewery. Um well, we're hitting all the ales. Fat tire. Fat tire is an objectively good beer. I just don't like it. So for me it's a C. I like it a little bit better than the other ones. Put it in a B. I'll give that an A. It's Ooh. a beer you don't get every day. It is good, though. Trevor's a fan of the fatty. Yeah, it's one you get maybe a week or two out of weeks mm-hmm. in a month. Um, What was this? Golden Road Mango Card. Mango yeah. Card is heat. That's an A for me, man. Really? You yeah. were complaining about yeast, and this is the wheat ale. Yes, but it's fruity. Oh, that's why. It tastes so good, dude. You get a mango cart. There's this guy that I used to wait on. Uh, he what he used to get is half a mango cart, and mm-hmm. then he would ask for a he'd ask for a shot of dark rum, and cranberry juice, and he'd mix it all together. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Never drank it. Always smelled good though. <laughs> all right. So wait, where Trevor? Where'd you put mango cart? Uh, fruity. I'll give that a give that a C. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit beer. Depends on if you like fruity beer or not. Exactly. Or ciders. I'm a big cider guy. Right. You know, a lot of breweries try to incorporate that for the wide spread. They know a lot of people normally don't drink IPAs or yeah. you know beer in general, so they want to open it up to more of the public and uh, put all kinds of lemon or tea or whatever it is in their beer now. Yeah. It's more of like an off-season thing. Yeah. Um. Last two. Here we go. Coors Light. Yeah, Coors is a fucking pretty. I think it's a C for me. It's a B. It's right there in the middle. Yes. It gets the job done. Yeah, you knew that was coming. Yeah. You want to explain your passion for it, Trevor? It's. It's like Vitamins. <laughs> it is the coldest beer. Yeah. Not, it is. No beer gets as cold as Coors Light. We love the Blue Rock. It is frigid. Yeah. 
right out of the snow. It's it. it is does get really cold in the summertime. Coors Lake does taste really good. It does, but wow. you have to drink like forty of them. Yeah, and that's when you like in this when it's nice out or it's warmer climate. You notice like you taste like I think lighter beer, yeah, uh, more. So I think it was you know a couple summers ago I would drink uh, Miller just a little bit, and I noticed it had this kind of after sweetening taste to it. It's it's so they both mild. yeah Bud Light and, has it, and, Miller Light has it too. Yeah, yeah. all right, cool there for sure. Last one, Michelob Ultra. This is an S tier beer. It is. There you go. My favorite, not because it's practical, but because I enjoy the taste. The mm-hmm. next morning, my mouth always tastes strange after I drink it, but I think that's just what beer does to me. Michelob yeah. is all I've drank, beer wise, besides Magner's Irish cider, for I don't know what it, it's probably been eight months now that I've only been drinking Mick. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah, I, I put Mick down in the middle B. It's fair. I like, it. I like uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's, to me, it's, you know, I don't find it gross or anything. I don't hate it, so I'll probably give it a C. You know, I've had it, uh, I've had it actually a couple, one or two races when I was up in uh, Philly. Like, it's it's so funny. They just love sporting it. It's, it's the go-to race beer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it the lightest beer? Indeed it is. Yes, like, it is. I mean, I have three in my S tier, which I thought that would be it. Mine's pretty much even. Yeah. Oh, you guys just good. heard a little. Sorry, uh, uh, podcast listeners. You just heard a little camera. It was me screenshotting my list. I didn't even hear that. Yeah. Smile for the camera, guys. Yeah. Okay. So what do we want to move to next? Do we want to run into our fast food list or do we want to save it for next time? Because we are at 42 minutes. Let's save it for next time because we, okay. yeah. uh, we could spend another 20, 25 minutes on the fast food. That was lovely, though. I think that we really just explained a lot about ourselves through doing that. Very, very informative. That was nice. I think we should do, yeah, we should do one of them a month. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down for a tier list all the time. That was sick. Plenty, to, plenty of them to do. Yeah. Yeah, we can plan. Wait. Okay. Screened it. All right. Bring us in, Matt. What are we doing next? Um. What we got? Oh. So I came up with this the other day. Guess that line. So I would say a quote from a character, whether it's from like a cartoon or a normal show, whatever. And the other two guys have to figure out which character said it. So for this one, I have four quotes, and we are doing Family Guy. This is more focused for Trevor, since Trevor's a huge Family Guy. No, here's uh, my question. Are you going to voice it out? Are you going to, like... No, if I voice it out, it's going to be... I give it away. I was going to say, that's that'd be too easy. I'm going to read it as myself. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Evan, you can try to guess, too. You I'm know all the characters, though. Yeah, kind of, but I'm a, I might leave this for Trev. Okay. Um, all right. First, I have four. First one here. I think this is the easiest one. Okay. Meg, who let you back in the house? Peter. Easy. That's like the, that's like the baseline. Like, if you don't know that, you're not a real fan of Family Guy. Shut off the TV. Don't deserve to watch it. 
Okay, here we go. One for one so far. Here we go. So question number two, or quote number two. So, you know that Chuck Norris is so tough that there is no chin behind behind his beard. It's only a fist. You know that Chuck Norris is so tough that there's no chin behind his beard. It's only another fist. I think I Stewie. might know that one. What would you say? Have? I think it's Brian. You think it's Brian? Trevor? I'd say Stewie. You're both wrong. That's another Peter. Oh, wow. Man, I didn't think it was going. I knew it was Brian that got punched by Chuck. <laughs> I know, and I know exactly what this is, too. I'm picturing that. It's like, because Brian's like, no way. And then Chuck Norris comes into the frame. He's like, Chuck Norris? Big old fist comes out of his chin beard. And <laughs> like, he doesn't have a chin. It's just another fist. That I'm just yeah. picturing that. Oh, it's hilarious. It's the right. episode is when they, uh, like, Stewie, like, is getting baptized or whatever. And, no, he tries to eat the host when they're at church. He throws up. And then the whole family gets banned. And they go to Texas. Try to live their lives out there. It's a pretty good episode. Mm. Season two. All right. One for two. Question three. How does it feel to be the least cultured person at a bus station? How does it feel to be the least cultured person at a bus station? I want to say... What are we thinking? Don't don't second guess yourself. You got to guess, Evan. Nah, not on this one. I'm gonna go Stewie. Oh, he's spot like, on. Damn, nice. He said that to Brian. I knew it. Yeah, he's like he always usually feels like they're in the later seat. That's a great pairing, though. Yeah. Like they're a good duo. Yeah. I think it's awesome how many voices Seth MacFarlane does in that show. Oh, it's. Talent. He's like one of the funniest guys I, I know. Yeah. Alright, you're two for three. Last one. Three for four. I love putting my hands down my pants when I'm on drugs. Oh my God. I love putting my hands down my pants when I'm on drugs. Oh. Last one. Three out of four. Show I'm just picturing Coachella with a bunch of people in their hands in their pants. <laughs> what are we saying? What are we saying? I'm gonna go Peter. Mm, I'll give you a second guess. I'll be nice. It's not Peter. I'll I'll tell. I'll give you a hint. It has. It's somebody that hasn't. I haven't done a quote for yet. Okay. So it's not Stewie or Peter. I'll tell you that much. That's your only hint. Is it Lois? No. Oh, damn. It's Cleveland. Cleveland? Oh, yeah. Man, I would never really got. I don't know when he would have said that. That was funny. Jeez. My favorite scene from him is literally when he just the the his house gets destroyed and he just falls out of his bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. All right, you're two for four. That concludes Guess That Line. Damn. Um, I mean, that's really all I got. I'm excited for the next, uh, next 
next one. Yeah, the next one. We'll do a different show next time. Or we could do a movie. Yeah. We can do it off a movie we've all watched. Maybe uh, after we all watch Tiger King, we, we can do base it off that. Oh my god, I'm there's a fuck ton of quotes in there, dude, that I'm telling you would be great. <laughs> like the only way you can get a tiger to eat a human is to cover them in sardine oil. That's a fucking eater. Banger. There's so many quotes like that. So oh, many oh. weird ones where you're like, that's probably only something a psychopath or murderer or both would say. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna um, watch that later. I'm gonna oh. play some war. I'm gonna play some Warzone, and then I'm gonna probably watch. I can't that. watch that because there's cheaters everywhere in it now. Or play that cheaters. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people uploading, especially uh, watch saw it. Nade, Nade shot. Nade's not Courage. playing it because of it. I know. Nade, Courage, and Tim were in a game, and they were watching this dude set the world record for kills. Yeah. He was solo queuing in the squads. And he got 49 kills. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. He was beaming people on the ground. He was on the ground. He was beaming people on skyscrapers. Yeah. He didn't miss a single bullet. He was cheating, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Is he, was he Twitch streaming? Was he on, like... The, who? Nade? The, no, the guy that was doing it. The guy that was cheating. No, was he, he was, streaming? No, he was No, I think he was watching Tim's stream because... Okay. He was literally like put down a sentry turn and kill the last guy, and he did. And he didn't have his aimbot didn't work on the sentry turn. He almost died, or the shield turn, That's which would have been hilarious. But like people were respawning from the gulag and skydiving in, and, and he was literally him. tracking them in the sky and knocking them midair. It was insane. That's wild as fuck. There was one clip on it was on Barstool and a bunch of like um, those accounts today on Instagram taken from nade's stream the guy killed nine people in like a 30 second span and didn't miss a single bullet that's wild i've been playing respawn on call of duty just regular respawn game modes because they added the uh dragon's breath shotgun shells for the remington oh yeah i saw that baby i swear i saw that in um in the warzone mode yeah well i mean you can use your classes from the regular game so yeah i was like what the fuck yeah, it's, it's flaming shotgun shell. Wait, didn't you buy the MW2 campaign? I didn't Arena buy it. Hatford? No, I didn't buy it. I swear it's I saw you like your account playing it. It was like You probably did. I was playing um so on PC. I don't know. I don't do we have anything else to talk about or are we kind of just no nah. free free balling? Okay. How um, far are we? Are we like 45 minutes in? Yeah, we have uh 9 minutes like until enough. an hour, so. Yeah, just talk to that that's the rest of time. Um anyway, um so on PC, I've always played Modern Warfare 2 um, since like the Xbox player base died. I played on here. There's a modded client called IW4X, and it's still populated. So it's like you log on to it, and you can change the FOV. Um, there's like a low graphics mode for people that can't run the game. Obviously, I don't. I don't have that issue, but. Um, yeah. they added guns from like other Call of Duties. They added other maps. It's like you can play Nuketown on the Modern Warfare 2 engine. And um, I don't, it's really dope. Like the games last really long. Um, so I played on there. I was playing MW2, but you can't get the remastered campaign on Xbox and PC until next month. Really? Yes. I saw you could buy it in the bundle. You can buy They're it. Selling. You can buy it. You can't play it. it. 
Yeah. What the fuck? PlayStation has it. PlayStation has it. So they're still doing patchwork for it then. Well, I mean, they're playing it on PlayStation. It's just it's just PlayStation exclusive because of the the exclusivity deal that Activision has worked out with Sony right now. Damn. Like Matt, do you remember back in the day? Well, both of you, you guys remember we used to get the Mac the Mac packs a month before PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when the new consoles come out every year, well, every couple years, every generation, uh, Activision works out a deal with either publisher this time it was sony so for the past yeah. four years sony has been getting call of duty content first i haven't i've been able to tell because i haven't been playing right right well i mean there hasn't been a cod that's been worth playing since i don't know ghosts Black Ops too yeah. no. ghost was okay ghost, I, I, guess. Like I guess it was just ghost was mid to be honest that was some mid fucking black ops 2 is high class shit I didn't. I didn't play any Call of Duties in college. It was literally just FIFA, and then like Fortnite came out later. FIFA stress. Yeah, it is stressful. I've been playing it again. It's just nothing but stress. I stopped playing Football Manager. I lost interest. Yeah, it gets really. It bogs you down. It gets very repetitive. Yeah, and it's just so much things you have to take care of. Whether it's like you have it's to like a full time job. You have to resign your staff. You have to make sure you're accounting your youth academy and signing your um, second tier reserve team players. Yeah, it's and nuts. especially with the MLS, like how their salary cap system works. It's dumb. Like for my version, it was like everybody had there's every team gets an eighty two thousand dollar salary cap, which is nothing. Yeah, and is why the MLS is like not going to be a good league for a long time because mm-hmm. we're capping our salaries. Wait, it's eighty two thousand. I don't think it's that in real life, but in the in the game, oh, that's yeah. what it was. I was gonna say, there's no way that's true. No, I mean, freaking um, Chicharito's contract is like 140 grand a week, but that's that that lot. doesn't that doesn't affect the Galaxy's salary cap because he's a designated player. Right. And if, if you're a designated player, your salary doesn't contribute to the cap. So you can essentially have one big name player. No, every team gets two designated players two. spots. But you can spend $250,000 at the beginning of the year, and you can buy a third designated player spot for that year. So you can have three big-name players. Interesting. You can also trade international slots. So every team is given, I think, nine international slots. They can have nine international players on their team, and that's it. But Only you can nine? Trade, yeah, but you can trade international slots with other teams and so like say the union has nine get another international slot because they want to sign this really good young talent so they'll trade with say montreal they'll give them an international they'll trade them an international slot and in return maybe they'll give them allocation money a player or they could give one of their draft picks in a, in a future draft yeah and no see they, that's interesting there's so much goes into it and that's why it was getting annoying because i had to make all these different trades and stuff to get what i want because like i'm slowly i i at the end i had 12 international slots i was trading a bunch of draft picks away because like i didn't really care about the draft it's a win win now type deal right yeah it was like that's the strategy it's either i go all in and like trade all my picks away and all the 
all that stuff to win now or you can go long term you can like slowly collect draft picks and allocation money and you can use that towards your team that's actually really interesting i didn't know that about the mls i mean i knew that we had a different financial system but i don't pay enough attention to it because the quality of football is so low that was the one good thing i learned from playing it was i learned more about the mls and how that system works which is really cool that's neat uh, uh, I got nothing else to talk about. I don't want to talk either. about what's going on in the world. Cause I don't want to talk about Corona. That's what everybody else is hearing. Wait, yeah, I'm we tired should come up that. with like funny tweets. We should do like a funny tweet thing. I did a funny. T- I did a funny tweet, and I got no love on it last night. What? I thought that this was funny. I said, uh, "Let me find it." So Joe Exotic, the guy in that thing, if you've seen a picture of him, he has this eyebrow ring that's like hanging off of his his brain or hang <laughs> off of his eyebrow. And I said, yeah. Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring is essentially that 0.1% of germs that Lysol can't kill. And I got no love. Because mm. you know how Lysol can't so like 99.9% of germs are killed yeah. by Lysol? Yeah, maybe it was too much of a, maybe it was too much of a, a deep, mm. deep thought one, but I thought it was fucking pretty decent. I thought your tweet four days ago was spot on. Which one? Arsenal have open talks with Real Betis over the signing of Nabil Fakir. Oh, I said four said years later. Five, five years late. I mean, that's fucking true. <laughs> I, I was calling for that five years ago. It's uh, unbelievable. God. He was so playing with same, fucking Lacazette. Same with Lacazette, yeah. yeah. It's stupid. They should have got both calling. of them. Arsenal slash France. So dumb. I saw the Belgian Soccer League officially announced that uh, Bruges was their crowned winners. Yeah, they I saw that. Season. They officially ended the year, but they crowned a champion, which is I, cool. As today. So if they do that, and Bruges is 15 points ahead, why won't the Premier League do that with Liverpool at 19 points clear? Because who the fuck cares about the Belgian Premier League besides Belgians? Yeah, that's true. They have all. Not they me. have all the. They have all the TV deal money and all that stuff going on. The Premier League's the NFL of soccer. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's. I don't think there's more money in any league in the entire world besides Premier so, League. The latest proposal I've seen from them trying to play league out is it's going to take place June, June, July, eighty-two games in like an eight-week span. Your boy's getting in, hammered on Sunday mornings. In in two in like um, two locations. Yeah, I saw it too. Just so they keep. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be Premier League March Madness. It's gonna be insane, bro. But I don't think Every that's. I'm telling you, game. it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it just it logistically doesn't make sense. Plus, like, um, physically, like those players are gonna be gassed. They're gonna be playing three games a week. The Euro is canceled. Well, yeah. And the Olympics got postponed the next year. Oh, I don't care about that, but I'm I'm upset about the Euro. It sucks, man. Yeah. We're gonna miss out on so much shit. And is it gonna get pushed or is it just gonna be you remember it that also, eight year period where there was no year, Euro? I think just a year delay, but think about the World War Two was going on and they still did the Olympics. You're right. They still did the Olympics, they still did the World Cup and they still did the Euro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy and, as fuck. And plus, that's going to mess with, like, World Cup qualifying match. Yeah, it will. Not that the U.S. will. Because 2021 is a, qualif- a big qualifier year. Yeah, it is. I don't, I don't know. know. I really hope that um, we win the Gold Cup. Like, I hate Mexico, bro. 
I just uh, I I love the Mexico US games though. Yeah, I love the rivalry, but I just really, I hate them. But what yeah. the the soccer team? Yeah, it's just like it's a true rivalry. It's it like is every game you just get heated. Yeah, because you know they can do so much better. Yeah, I know. But we always play down. Like if they're playing poorly, we always play down to their level, and then somehow just five percent worse. Plus, some of the games, it's like some of the games they have in the U.S. There's more Mexican fans there. Oh yeah. It's like really. I don't know. Well, we don't show out for our city or for our country actually, because they fucking suck, dude. We have a shitty coach most of the time. Right now, I think we do. And Big Greg. We, yeah, fuck him. Greg with fucking eight G's. Uh, we have a shitty president. We have. Well, I mean, the U.S. the soccer federation is under current lawsuit, right? They sh- yeah, because the women, because of, of the women, yeah. Which is you know that, that's on them, really. It's on the the federation for that. They didn't treat them right after they have been the only team that has done anything for our flag, and yeah. and the uh, the fact that we can't get these these. Players that should be playing for America. Serge Nabry could be playing for America. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And he's world class. He's one of the best wingers in the world. He's not playing for America. Could have him and Pulisic on each wing. Yeah, exactly. And it's just... It's a problem we've had for a long, long time. Um, And I hope that it gets better at some point. Maybe the coronavirus will wake everybody up. Maybe, Maybe. Maybe we'll win the next World Cup, you know? Cross fingers. Not happening. Press X to doubt, but... I mean, if the U.S. makes it to the final, I'd literally ball my eyes out. I'd cry. I mean, can you imagine what that would be I mean, like? I, I'd get so emotional. That Like, every game I'd watch is, would be so intense, though. I'd, get, I'd not be... Fu- I would not be fun to watch or be around. I know. Um, um, I mean, we can go on for on. I think we should cut it. Yeah, we should cut it. Thank you guys Wrap for watching, though. We appreciate you. Appreciate you tuning in to episode 18 of the Post 20 Podcast. Let us know what you thought of the episode and uh, feel free to uh, make comments or suggestions on Twitter at Post 20 Pod, at Instagram uh, Post 20 Pod, or in the iTunes uh, comment section. Please leave us a five-star review. Helps us a lot um, in in promoting exposure and getting ourselves out there. Um, But yeah, let us know what we can do better or what you like and share this with anybody you think that would enjoy the show. All right, guys. Stay safe out there. Yep, be careful, guys. Practice social distancing. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye.